Well, let me begin by wishing everyone out there a happy Valentine's Day. Praise Jesus. We're we're definitely in the mode for love, one another, and to uh, reach out to one another. And uh, through the love of Christ, be able to embrace one another with the love of Christ. I want to welcome you back to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. If you're new to our broadcast, we are an Arizona 501c3 non-profit prayer ministry. A spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light. A non-denominational ministry that serves the Lord Jesus Christ, both from Gospel of Faith Church in Ashford, Arizona, as well as from the Worldwide Broadcast Studio here in Fort Mojave, Arizona. We are now broadcasting to over 22 different countries and providences. So wherever you may be listening to me today, I want to welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Hallelujah. I'm Pastor Davenport. We thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. I want to begin today as we continue our uh, series. We only have uh, today and next, next Wednesday to finish up our outside the box series outside of the box today will be a spirit-led and spirit-filled church hallelujah and uh, glory to god i know that the church in ash fork is suffering uh, from attendance uh, due to COVID and due to the weather and uh, now it's warming up things are going well and uh, we're going to see about getting that church back on track um, but yes it's it's down to three or four people uh, plus Pastor Lynn. So we need prayers for the church. We definitely need that uh, there. We're hearing a lot about wars starting with Russia and Ukraine and, and China and Thailand and, and, and Iran and anyone. <laughs> and so I thought I would start with a reading in the Word of God. So reading in Second Chronicles, which is my favorite, message second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 father in the name of jesus we come before you today claiming claiming your promise in second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 if i may uh from the amplified uh bible if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves humble themselves and pray seeking craving and require of necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land we are your people lord called by your name and i thank you lord god for hearing our prayers and moving by your spirit in throughout america and around the world Today, Lord God, today, not in the future, today, Lord, may we realize there are famines, there are earthquakes, there are floods, there are natural disasters, there is violence occurring. We've had nine policemen shot in Arizona just this past month. Nine in one day. Violence is occurring in America. 13 officers killed in one day. 13 
policemen killed in one day in America. People's hearts are failing them because of fear. Lord, your son Jesus spoke of discern, uh, discerning the signs of the times. With the Holy Spirit as our helper, we are watching and we are praying, Lord God. We desire to humble ourselves before you this day. As our prayer partners and prayer warriors come together, thank you for the quiet and the meek spirits that you send. For we know that the meek shall truly inherit the earth. I pray today, Lord God, as the leader of this broadcast and as as a senior pastor over Gospel of Faith Church, Lord, I, I ask that you would search us, O oh God, and know our hearts. Try us, Lord, and know that our thoughts today are the thoughts of peace and tranquility throughout the world. And see if there be any wicked ways in us and lead us in thy way everlasting and forever, Lord God. Forgive us our sins, the sins of judging inappropriately, complaining about and criticizing the leaders. Cleanse us with thy, uh, thy hyssop and, and, and we will be clean. Wash us and we will be whiter than snow. Touch our lips with coals from your altar, that they may pray prayers that availeth much for all men and all women and all children everywhere to hear, to believe, and to abide in. Lord, we desire to be to, to, to have you release that living water for the healing of all nations around the world. In Jesus' name, I pray this morning. On this day of love, I pray open the windows of heaven and bless us with love of all mankind. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Which means... Happy Valentine's, or it means in Apache, um, happy day of love and welcome. This morning, we're going to be talking about outside the box, led and spirit-filled church. Led, spirit-led and spirit-filled church. I would like you to turn your Bibles, if you would, to John chapter 7, verse 37. John chapter 7, verse 37. I'll grab a little bit of water here as you turn your Bibles there. Usually you can read on the on the introduction uh, what scriptures will be in. John chapter 7 verse 37. As we prayed this morning, as you hear the rumors and wars and rumors of war and, and pestilence and things going on around us, definitely directs us to the end times. It definitely directs us that the church needs to be out of the box. There's no longer that that here is the church and here's the steeple, open the door and there's all the people. 
Because in many churches, and it's not just ours, many, many churches are empty today. Uh, people have decided they want to go outside of the box to get their message, to get their 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 infilling. Uh, they go outside. They're streaming on on the computer, or they're listening on computers, or they're or or they're they're going to TV evangelists um, to get their 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 religious uh, message. So I want to go to John chapter seven verse thirty seven because it basically is doing what we're talking about right now. Now I I always clarify this. I am not a Republican. I'm not a a Democrat. I I'm, I guess I am an independent if you want to talk that. I'm an I am an Apache. I am Apache Indian, Hickory Apache. My you know and and therefore <laughs> I tell everybody I can't vote in your election. Because, you know, we never signed a treaty. And that usually works to get me out of political discussions. Uh, I don't care for political discussions. They are heated and they end up in making enemies of friends. So I do not, I do not partake in political discussions. Um, as, a, as a person of God, I will tell you this. I believe we are in the end times. I believe we are seeing... What is described in scripture coming to fold? In John chapter 7, verse 37, it says, In the last day, say that with me, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So what are we saying here? Are we, are we headed for the last day? No. What I'm telling you is this. In these last days, we as, as witnesses of Christ, we as, as, as ministers of the gospel, and everyone out there should be a minister of the gospel. I'm not talking about an ordained minister that went to, I'm talking about you and I. I'm talking about God's people who are called to be witnesses in the book of Acts. He that believeth on him, that's what it says. He that believeth on me, verse 38, as the scripture has said, out of his or her belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's the word of God. But this spake he of the spirit. Now, verse 39, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. He had not gone to heaven yet. He was not glorified yet. So this bold statement of Jesus promised to the believers an experience that is nothing like anything that have ever heard or seen before. Now, this is what I want you to receive today. Before that time comes when Jesus stands in the eastern sky. Out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Say that with me. Out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now this is for all mankind that believe on Jesus Christ. The setting for this statement is a feast that would end the Jewish festival of tabernacles, where many people have come ready to eat, ready to partake. Jesus understands 
that the guests are hungry and ready to drink and eat. He stands up and he shouts to the people, if any man thirst, now he's talking about men and women here, let him come unto me and drink. Verse 38, he that believeth upon me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now I'm sure many people thought him strange, but many who comprehended what he was promising understood that offering them something much better than what the great feast was going to provide for them. He was offering them something spiritual to be taken in rather than something physical. Now, the feast was important. I tell the church all the time, potlucks are important. The feast was well prepared. The feast was rehearsed. The feast was expensive. The feast was what everyone expected to receive. The feast was traditional and the feast was great. All of that was wonderful. We put on, we used to put on potlucks of that church that would turn a restaurant's head. Brother Al was a chef. I mean, he could he could put on a feast that wouldn't quit. But Jesus stands up and he cries out to the people who have arrived. I've got something much better than what is prepared for you today. Whoo! Glory to God. He let them know that there was coming something that no level of expertise, no preparation or rehearsal or expense or tradition could ever substitute for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. There was coming something that was, was ginormous, if you will. It was something that no glass of water or wine could compete with. As a matter of fact, he likened it to not just a, a nice glass of cold, refreshing water, but he said it is like a river of living eternity of water flowing through you and coming out of your belly for others to receive. He said, what I have to offer you will not just keep you alive and refreshed for one or two days, but he said, the living water will be alive inside of you and will flow out of you. Glory to God. You shall take it in, my friends. Christ will dwell within you. The Holy Spirit will dwell within you. And it will be so overtaking that it will flow from you. Have you ever seen that? You turn around, someone's coming into the church late. The door flings open and you see this person and you can see this aura, the glory of God surrounding you. You say, oh my goodness, that is a good Christian person. Hallelujah. They are filled. They are anointed. And they are overflowing. With the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the world needs now. Oh, if only I could get the music to play. What the world needs now. Oh, is love. More love. Hallelujah. Whew, got goosebumps. I hope you do too. What I have to offer you will just keep you alive and refreshed 
for a day or two, but he said, this living water that I offer you today will be alive inside of you and it will flow out of you like rivers of living water. Now, if you're not standing up and you're not saying glory to God right now, having your hands lifted to heaven with a shout of amen, hallelujah, something's wrong. <laughs> glory, glory, glory to God. There will be no holding this thing in. They can all stand up in Washington and say, well, I'm a Democrat and I'm a Republican. Blah, 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 blah. But you know what? There will be no holding back when this happens. He said it will flow out of you whether you want it to or not. It will flow out of you when you want it to. And when you are not expecting to, it will flow out of you. Imagine that. He said it is like a river. It will be continuous. Oh, brothers and sisters in Christ, there is a day coming. Now, this is seen in, 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 in the book of John. But I'm telling you, there's a day coming when every Christian will stand united around this country, around this world, hands held together and saying, out of me shall flow rivers of living water and the love of Christ will abound within this world once again. Hallelujah. Can you give him praise and glory this morning? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He said it's like a river. It will be continuous. It will be constant. It will be relentless. Now in verse 39, he tells us that he's not really talking about a river, a water per se. Excuse me. He rather he's talking about the Holy Ghost and filling the Holy Spirit in filling you to a point of overflowing. To where when you walk past people, people are going to stop and, and, and take notice. Maybe jump back a, a pace or two and say, Woo, Lord, did you feel that when that person walked by? Oh, Lord, when that person walked by, I felt uh, that I felt the spirit of God upon that person. That's what Jesus is saying. I shared last week on this broadcast with you, a message called Outside of the Box, Spirit in Filling. If you miss it, go back and, and, and hear it. We talked about the link about the, the, the miracle of speaking in tongues that comes when people are filled, overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And many people doubt that. Many people say, well, I can be, I can be spirit filled without speaking tongues. That's true. That is true. There are many gifts that God gives to you. Through the Holy Spirit. But church, here's a question for you. How can a person talk about something that they have never experienced before? If they've never been filled with the Holy Spirit of God. How could you be successful as, as a salesperson of a product you yourself have never tried? If you've never tried Christ, how can you sell Christ to another person? How can you believe, how can you tell them they need to believe in, in the gospel if you too never read it? If you don't believe it, if you don't believe in God, how can you, how can you tell your loved one about God? How can a church talk about and promise the world the help of the Holy Spirit if in fact it is not a spirit-filled and spirit-led church? I speak to you today, my church, Gospel of Faith Church, the one that was built in the wilderness, God's house, 
We are stewards of God's house. How can we convince the people around there, Juniper Woods, Kaibab, uh, Seligman, Williams, how can we, Chino Valley, how can we pers pers uh, persuade them to come and know the God that moves mountains if we ourselves don't truly believe? If we're down to three or four people, then that, that, that faith in moving mountains is, is not there. It's not activated. You get a new charge card in the, in the mail and you go out and you put it in your wallet. You can't charge on it until it's been activated. It does you no good. It does you no good. We must activate these rivers of living water within each Christian before God is going to truly move around us. How can a church talk about the promise to the world, the help of the Holy Spirit, if in fact it's not a spirit-filled and spirit-led church? Church has to be more than something that is important to do on just Sunday morning. I question whether church is just being there to be open just so they can run the food bank. Or truly do we believe that the church is there to save souls? It is to be more than well prepared. It has to be more than just a rehearsed. It has to be more than expensive. It has to be more than everyone expected. It should never be traditional. That's why we built a non-denominational church. That's why I preached on Sunday about having anticipation and expectation of, of miracles. I, I created through God and his supernatural power a church that people could go to no matter who they were or where they were or what their belief was. And we need to get that back. It should never be traditional. Traditional is boring. I believe that this church needs to be a spirit-filled and a spirit-led church. I believe that this church needs to be a place where the Holy Spirit of God has free reign to operate and be manifest. I believe that. That's how it used to be. And that's how it needs to be now. I don't know about you, but I am after more than a social gathering here on Sunday morning. I'm perhaps in my old age, I'm not good enough speaker to captivate people with my words any longer. Maybe I'm completely dependent upon the Spirit of God for the words that I share with you. And I, I pray that. I pray that, that 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 my words would not be there, but just that of the Holy Ghost. Gospel of Faith Church is prepared. They aim for excellence in the rural area that they're in. But beyond that, on top of all that, more important than all of that, what you should expect beyond all the work 
The expense and the preparedness is for God to show up in any church. Now, we're just a country church. Just a country church. But unless you want to see churches go by the way of the wind, you need to support that church and every church like that around you. Without his touch on the services, we're just another nice place to gather to worship on Sunday morning. Just to have somebody read a sermon. That's it. We've been talking about a church that is outside of the box. Outside of the box. If we're going to be a box church, then we probably don't need to talk about John 7 and 38. But if we're going to truly be a church that is outside of the box, then we are going to need his help getting there. And the key to becoming an outside of the box church is found in John chapter 7, verse 38. We have to be willing and able to allow the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, if you will, to flow through us as individuals and as a church, as the body of Christ. Realize this, a church will never become spirit-filled and spirit-led church until you and I as individuals become spirit-filled and spirit-led in ourselves. That's a fact. So where do we go? Where do we go and how do we get there? Can I ask, why not? People want to make up all kinds of excuses and reasons why they should not get too carried away in church. Don't get too loud. Pastor, you can't raise your voice. Your spirit-filledness scares people away. That attitude, got to watch that. Check that attitude. And for goodness sake, only have an altar call once in a great, great while. That freaks people out. They don't know. And whatever you do, please. Please never speak in tongues. Huh. Stifle Jesus. Grieve the Holy Spirit of God. They want us to just keep quiet. They want to tell us all how to settle down in church. Why? Let me tell you why. This church is not a mortuary. This church is not a funeral home. Church is a place where the Holy Ghost is supposed to have a free reign and opportunity to touch lives that are hurting and those who need minister to. There is no form here. There is no fashion there. We have no real program. I gave those up years ago when the elders told me to put the Holy Spirit in a box and only do it communion and and altar call one time a month. I rebelled. We're ready at any moment to stop whatever we are doing and allow God to work as the minister to the people. We're not led by a clock or by a program here at Gospel of Faith or on this broadcast. The Spirit of God leads us. The Spirit of God leads us. I've had, I've had, uh, Suddenlink out three times, and I apologize for some of our sermons being cut off 
or being short because they, they, they just can't find out what's going on. That's the problem, you see. If you were in live church, they can't be cut off. The devil can try to pull the plug. But listen to me, if you're in live church, if you truly believed, you'd be there on Sunday morning because that's that's where they can't cut a, the devil can't cut, cut us off. But soon and very soon, when that end day comes, churches will be no more. My, mark my word, it's in scripture. It is in the scripture. Check it out. There is only one requirement for us as a church and as individuals too, to become spirit-filled and spirit-led church. You know, Jesus said, he, he stood up and he cried saying, if any man, that's, that, that means any person, any mankind, any man or any woman thirsts, and I'm, I'm changing a little bit, paraphrasing. He said, if any person, I'm just going to change that word. I know he can't change God's word, but it, it makes it so much better if everybody understands. It, when he says, if any man, he's talking about every everybody. If any person thirsts, let them come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you listening? Are you listening? I mean, how many of us have seen that Christian, I've said it before, walk through that door in the church and you turn around and you know that that person is, is filled with the glory of God. Or perhaps they come up on stage in the old days at the church and they begin to sing and they sing like a nightingale and you just look at them and you know that they're under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. They're under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. But you and I, and I'm speaking to all of you on this broadcast, some, we're up to over 3,800 people listening to this broadcast on Wednesdays and Sundays. Sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. But averaging about between 26, 27, up to about 35, 36, sometimes 38. So I'm talking to all of you. We have to want it. You have to be thirsty for it. Are you listening? These are the end times. I mean, read it in the book of Revelation. Read it in Daniel. Read it in Proverbs. We are in the end times when it talks about wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes, tsunamis, all these things happening. It's in the Bible. We have to be thirsty for it. It has to be what we desire when we come to church. I said it on Sunday. When you walk through those doors, are you walking through going, oh, God, well, I'll put in the time here and go home. Or worse, I'll put in my Sunday morning and then I'll head to the Maverick and buy a six-pack. Hell will be filled with those kind of people. Listen to me. The Bible says in that moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Why? Because they're six foot below us. So they get to rise first. And then the dead and, and then those that remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, in the clouds, to meet Jesus Christ. 
Will you be in that number? I just learned that on the piano. Will you be in that glorious number when Christ calls all of us home? You have to desire it when you come to church. When you walk through those doors, you have to have an anticipation, a, 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 an expectation that that greatness of God is, is going to be bestowed upon you. You're going to be you're going to be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You're going to feel the rush of that mighty river uh, going through you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Receive it. In the name of Jesus today. Receive it in God's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Let that 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 river, that mighty river of rushing water flow through you right now. Oh, praise God. Can you feel Jesus? Can you feel the Holy Spirit coming through you like that mighty rushing wind and the rivers of life flowing through you in Jesus' name? We can't be nonchalant about it. We can't be careless about it. We have to know that we know that we know that we know that we are saved from the guttermost to the uppermost. I'm telling you, church, it's time to, to pack up. Look up. We're going to be going up here soon. If you're right with Jesus, we have to want it. And I pray today that, that that's, this message would reach you. You have to want to be with Jesus. You have to want that, to know that Jesus Christ is your Savior and your Lord. Listen, I appreciate all those who work so hard to minister both in the church and here on this broadcast. I'm receiving wonderful letters and reviews. But you need to be in church on Sunday. That's why we record this message. You can listen to this message, but you need to be in church also. Listen, I, I, I appreciate our choir, their churches, as small as we are. Um, I appreciate the Lord blessing me with the ability. As I promised my mom, I learned the piano, and I have. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, doing pretty good, if I say so myself. But I'm never going to be a, a great pianist. But you know what? I'm working on it. Country Western, but I'm doing it. Country Gospel. I, I appreciate those that, that, that work on the sound equipment there at the church and here in the studio. I appreciate our, uh, the, all those that are around us every time we record. And kudos to to uh, all those at, at Gospel of Faith that are trying desperately to keep the church open. I know it's tough right now. People have lost hope. They've lost hope. But can I say, if we don't have that touch of God and the moving of His Spirit upon all that we do, we are missing out on an amazing opportunity around here. Wow. Wow, I just got hit. Just got hit by the Holy Spirit. Young men, young men, if you're listening to me right now on this broadcast, and I pray that you listen to my broadcast, 
You know who I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to your heart. You've gone back to drinking, and it's not the answer for you. I know that you're going through a divorce. But my friend, I've always had my phone open to you, and you've never called. You're going down the wrong road. I understand I started you on Celebrate Recovery, and then when everything hit the roof, I had to kind of back out of it. But you're allowing the devil to take over your life, and you need to back out of it. Listen, God loves you. And Jesus is there for you. And I know, I know, my brother, I know, my brother, that you are reaching out. You're struggling. Your heart's broken. And the only one that can put that heart back together is Jesus Christ. I'm going to try my best to be at Gospel of Faith next Sunday. I'm going to try my best. So you know who I'm talking to. I'd like to see you in church next Sunday. Let's pray together. Let's go to that altar and leave all your problems right there at the feet of Jesus. I guarantee you'll walk away lighter than you walked in because he'll take a lot of those problems from you. In Jesus' name, I pray you hear this and I pray you'll be there next Sunday. See, Jesus wants to touch lives. God wants us to meet him here at the church. He wants to meet you there at Gospel of Faith Church. Or wherever you are, God wants to meet you in his holy sanctuary. And Jesus just wants to touch our lives. The Holy Ghost wants to fill somebody right now where you are, in your living room, wherever you might be. The Holy Ghost wants to fill your life and anoint you. We say we are a church where real needs are met, where lives are transformed. I want to tell you something. I can't do that. I'm a pastor. But I cannot do that. Only Jesus, only the Lord who, who bled from that cross for you can do that. I have no ability to transform anything, but Jesus can and he will if we as, as a congregation upon this broadcast will only come. Come spirit-filled and spirit-led in Jesus' name. I'd like you right now, wherever you are, if you are longing for that infilling of the Holy Spirit, if you're longing for Jesus Christ to come back into your life, or you've never known Jesus as your Savior, I invite you now wherever you are, to bow your head with me. And in a moment, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a prayer, and I'm going to lead you 
in a prayer of salvation. It's hard unless you're committed. It's hard unless you're faithful. It's hard unless you're willing to walk away from the life you live. We get in the habit of drinking or doing drugs. We get in the habit of doing many things that are away from God. So we have to change those habits. And it takes the strength of Christ to change those habits. But today, for all of you who are listening, I want to take this moment to invite the Holy Spirit back to Gospel of Faith Church. To infill that church and all those that attend there, whether it's three or four or whether it's 20, 25, 50, 100. Today, I ask the Holy Spirit and I ask you to, to come with me in this prayer. Join with me in this prayer. As we feel the anointing of the Spirit upon us today. Lord God, I pray. I pray for that little church in the wilderness. Yes, it had its heyday. But there's no reason, Lord God, that it can't be built back up to continue to serve you in this ministry. So today, Lord, I pray, I prayed, I pray in agreement with my brothers and sisters and my prayer partners and my prayer warriors out there. I pray, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit would just drift down onto that church on Sunday and fill it, Lord God. Fill it with people, Lord God. And then and, and then just let it let it outpour over Juniper Woods over Kaibab, over Williams, over Seligman, over Chino Valley. And I want those folks to come inside that, that, that box to think outside of the box. That means that when they receive that blessing of that living water, that they wouldn't be afraid to go out onto the streets of where they are, whatever city they live in, and be able to speak in Jesus' name. To be able to say, hey, I found a church I love. It, it talks nothing but Jesus. It's, it's Jesus plus nothing, as Sister Chris used to say. It's Jesus plus nothing. They don't go in for all this other stuff, all this other stuff, no fancy stuff. They go in for Jesus and the Holy Spirit of God. They are spirit-led and spirit-filled in that church. Now, Say this with me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I come before your throne. And yes, Lord, whether I'm a uh, first-timer coming to you or whether I'm an old-timer coming to you, I'm sure I've sinned, and I ask your forgiveness for that sin. I know that Jesus died and ascended to heaven. And sent back the Holy Spirit, that comforter, to infill us, to protect us and guide us and direct us, to bring us wisdom and knowledge of Scripture. So today, Lord, I ask to receive that infilling 
that river of living water, that it would infill me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. And I, I pray, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you would, you would infill me to the point that, Lord, I would just, I would just want to burst, want to burst with that infilling. Let that river of living water flow from my belly to those around me. Let me have a new drive to serve you in whatever capacity I can. And forgive me. Now this other prayer, if you're listening, my friend, if you're listening, say this with me, Father, say it out loud, Father, in the name of Jesus, I know I have backslid and I know I've sinned against you, but I ask today that you would bring me back into the fold, that you would forgive me and help me to grow. Help me to turn away from my bad habits, from the drinking and the drugs, and help me find happiness through Jesus Christ. I ask all these things today, all of you included, I ask all these things today in the name above all names, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord. If you said that prayer today, I just expect miracles in your life. I'm, I'm believing that Jesus Christ is going to come in and he's going to infill you with that, with that living water. He's going to just make that, that river, river flow right through you. Because in John chapter 7, verse uh, that we read this morning in our scripture reading, verse 37, he said, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. That's what we're praying, all of us together. Yes, we thirst for that knowledge. We thirst for that infilling of the Holy Spirit. And we take that drink of you, O Lord Jesus. We take the water of Christ and we drink. He said, And he that believeth on me, that's you and I. As the scripture has said, out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. I pray that for you today, my friends. I pray that you will receive, you will receive that living water and it will flow through you like a river. Hallelujah. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you until he brings us back once again. We send our love and peace. God bless you all.